Hello and welcome back to the Optimizing Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Marty Kendall. On this show, we take an engineering approach and speak to the experts about the insights into weight loss, fasting and nutrition, as well as real life people about their journey of nutritional optimization. Oh. Hey, Saskia, what do you get if you cross an international catwalk model with an engineer <laughs> from the other side of the Tasman Sea? Well, I think in this case, you get um, Nutribooster recipes. So, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, everybody, this is Saskia, my um, amazing <laughs> partner in this recipe creation extravaganza that's become Nutribooster's. And, um, yeah, really, really proud of what we've created and really excited to um, to share it. We've been working on this for know, two and a half years together. Yeah fairly manically um in the background a lot of the time we finally got this together and ready to launch it and share it with the world and um yeah i can't wait to see how it uh, helps a lot of people because i think they're really unique i think we've created something really special so yeah um who, who's saskia quickly we, we talked about this last time quickly and your background and why you um went from being a a 15-year-old catwalk model and, and cover of Vogue to um, a mum and a recipe creator. So just just quickly, what? how did you get into this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I've always been into food um, and I guess that travelling, well modelling and experiencing all those different cultures and, and um, foods kind of kept my interest. And then, um, yeah, after having a mum, ended up, putting on that extra five, 10 kilos. Yeah. And I went on the search of how to eat myself slim again. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can pretty much eat whatever you want as you traveled the world as a 15-year-old yeah, catwalk model. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then you, you know, life kicks in and you realize that you can't carry on. You know, that's just, you know, all the things that happen to everyone. Yeah. Um, and that led me down the whole keto path and then i found you guys yeah i think you <laughs> did a, a challenge uh, one of our first challenge and yes. this saskia kept posting these recipes and went, oh god <laughs> they look amazing what did she do and then i think you messaged me afterwards and say hey if you ever want to work together yeah. and um, create like, something right. and I, went, I don't know what you're asking here i don't know whether you're I've, I've got big visions to make this happen and um and yeah you've just kept on delivering the goods and um you're even more perfectionistic and uh <laughs> attention to detail and obsessive than me and every We're time we, yeah it's like i don't know what's a good or a bad combination but um <laughs> what we've come up with is is pretty cool so um yeah it's been an oh, amazing journey hasn't it really yeah yeah it's been super cool so um i suppose i'll, I'll share the screen um so what are nutriboosters um I suppose we wanted to create a set of recipes that people say, oh, you can't get all your nutrients from food. You have to take supplements. And here's my supplement, bo supplement bottle that you can buy for the low, low price of, you know, whatever. And every time I take supplements, I end up just not feeling right for some reason. I think I've, like, pushed it too far one way or the other and you're drinking water on the toilet or something as your body tries to clear those supplements and, you know, the whole food is amazing and, and there's plenty of research to show that vitamins and minerals and whole food is incredible but not a lot to show that individual supplements help a lot so we wanted to create 
recipes and and put them together into these books that would align with any goal. I suppose we've tried to, from nutritional keto to therapeutic keto to to plant-based and vegetarian and and cancer, we've tried to paint every diet in the most nutrient-dense, beautiful light possible. So, you know, whether you're plant-based or carnivore, you need nutrients. So that's what we've tried to do with these recipe books and um, help you get nutrients. Yeah, we said, how can we, how can we create the best version of uh, every eating, diet, religion, belief system, <laughs> preference, goal, whatever you want. We got a bit carried away with 26 recipe books, but, uh, but here we are. Um, so uh, I'll keep that up. So um, the fat loss recipe book, I might bring that up and just take people for a tour through to show you what the, the new and improved recipe books look like. Um, updated photos with a bit of an intro and then table of contents with 33 amazing looking recipes they're just incredible. And, and I, um, and I cooked it. <laughs> yeah. Saskia's had the hard job of eating <laughs> every single one of these beautiful looking recipes. So if you click on uh, the little link here for each one, it'll open in a new window and show you that particular recipe. I'll just bring it across here. So the baked snapper salad, scroll down, and then it gives you the full macronutrient breakdown and then micronutrient breakdown, ingredients, directions, and what that recipe is suitable for. So each one of those you can drill down. I suppose what we wanted to show is Few people show macros, but not many people do. But nobody really looks at micros, which everything falls into place once you dial in micros, doesn't it? So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, so take a bit more of a tour. Whole variety and range. We've got a food list up the back. And then we've added some appendices to give people a bit of background of what we've done, how we've done it, what we've tried to achieve, what is nutrient density, what is satiety, and then um, what is insulin load, especially, which is especially relevant for people with, with diabetes and trying to stabilise their blood sugars. And then at the back, we've got 100 recipes optimised for that goal. So we've taken, we've narrowed it down for like 500,000 that Alex developed down to about 2,000 that we've analysed to death, and then we've got 400 recipes that we love and we want to take to the world. And then we've got the best 100 that are optimised for each goal in the back of the book that you can just go, let's click on that recipe and it'll bring it up. So um, this is the one recipe book to rule them all. And uh, if you want to have fat loss, good joke from New Zealand. We fill up anyway. Oh, there's the dog. He's, he's dog. a great little feature. <laughs> just saw the cat. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, so 100 recipes up the back. And then there's, uh, there's 26 of those recipe books, um, which are just incredible and they look amazing. So um, how, did we, how did you create each of these 
recipes? How, what's what's the process to to dial it in? And not just the average recipe, are they? The first hundred or so were from a lot of the other um, optimizers, and I was just kind of photographing them and you know putting them together with the directions because sometimes we just had ingredients but no directions. And then with the second hundred or so. It was trying to do, you know, change what we had because we had a lot of salmon and spinach because it seems to <laughs> take all the boxes. Um, and so it was like, okay, what can we? How can I change the protein? So quite often I'd start with the protein source, or if I was looking at a particular book and I knew we had, you know, what was missing, what protein was missing, and then um, build up around that with different greens, um, and then I'd put that all into chronometer and just see where the gaps were, and then. Mm. You know, trying to think of things also that were either moist or crunchy or, you know, all the things that you would do in a normal recipe, but yeah. also trying to think of what nutrients they added. Uh, so yeah. it's quite a process for each recipe. Um, and then, yeah, just trying to get those. I think you changed my um, chronometer settings uh, so yeah. that I, you know, check how, how, you know, how I was getting the right nutrients for all the um, different things. This is the harder to find ones. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just sort of played around with each recipe back and forth until I had <laughs> green lights on all the boxes. <laughs> and sometimes they were lacking in one nutrient, but then when you put it together with another recipe from the book, mm. then you got like, so within your day, you could definitely get your goals. Um, mm. So yeah, it was kind of the basis for most of them. Um, yeah, you become a professional artist, not just in <laughs> photography, but in creating you know, beautiful, nutrient-dense, tasty meals that are also simple. I suppose that was what we wanted to create is there's so many recipe books out there that give you these comfort foods that you can use for a dinner party or to show off for when you're feeling, you know, cold on a a winter's night that you want this comforty, indulgent meal that, you know, they sell well. But what most people need is recipes that just work every day that they can have two or three times a day that they... Don't take long to prepare, and they're going to be good for them. So, exactly. yeah. And it's yeah, and you want it to be able to easy to find a couple of ingredients, not too hard, because you don't feel like cooking with twenty ingredients every time mm. you cook anything. Um, and so, really simple they are. A lot of the time, just a com- you know combination, and they are three or four yeah. ingredients. But yeah. um, that with whatever you else you have in your day, um, yeah. But they um, they're all yum. <laughs> They're all yummy. <laughs> I want to go back and them again because I think, oh, that was really good, but I haven't had the chance because you're making new recipes. And <laughs> Do you have a favourite that you want to go back and create oh, again? So many. Looking back today when I was um, working on the you know, finishing touches of a few of the books, I was like, oh, I haven't had that one in ages. <laughs> and the ones that surprised you, I think I said that last time, like um, the mussel salad. I remember yeah. seeing that recipe and thinking, oh, that's going to be really weird, but it's one of my favourites. Yeah. And also because mussels are so good <laughs> for yeah. making the green lights, that <laughs> I've eaten eat a lot more of them now. Um, yeah. yeah. And you're so. looking healthy and vibrant, and uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. you'll you'll be back on the catwalk in no time. Um, <laughs> if you got time between recipe making and being a mum, but uh, yeah, it's 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 really fun, and um, I suppose that's the thing. They're not the average recipe with twenty ingredients, but. Uh, you know, often the simple things, the simple combination, the balance of protein and veg, 
with enough energy is just the perfect balance to give you the nutrients you need. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's really cool and really exciting just to to showcase what nutrient density looks like because, you know, I've written so many articles and blah, 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 lots of words, and you can talk about nutrient density forever, but until people see it and go, wow, that looks really good yeah. and it tastes good too because it's got all these vibrant flavors from the, the the fresh foods and uh and yeah um i might just go through some some nerdy graphs take it back from the um the, the beautiful <laughs> food to the, the numbers and just show this is the the 26 recipe books and how they rank for protein and the other macronutrients um which is pretty cool obviously the the high protein to energy in honor of ted Naiman. Um, has the most protein and then we sort of work down so it sort of gives you an idea um, therapeutic keto plant-based and then we've got a, a one for people with cancer optimized for, for weight gain which is sort of the lowest protein that'll help people put on weight so not everybody needs to to lose weight we need to with nutrient density as the center dial in um, micronutrients and macronutrients to suit different goals so this is what we call the micronutrient fingerprint chart. This is for maximum nutrient density in terms of the dietary reference intake per 2,000 calories. So this is the minimum to prevent diseases of deficiency. And, um, yeah, we, we seem to have managed to get all the nutrients you need and more in, uh, in, the, in the recipe. So this is the, the average across the, the top 100 for the maximum nutrient density goal. Um, and they just give you more nutrients with less energy and it's pretty incredible. And then we've got the optimal nutrient intake per 2000 calories, which tends to be two or three times the minimum to prevent deficiency. And then for each of those books, we've got different nutrient fingerprints. Therapeutic keto is a bit different to maximum nutrient density, is a bit different to plant-based. But what we've done is tried to prioritize recipes that provide those harder to find nutrients so it's a continual quest mm -hmm. to get more of those harder to find nutrients you, you might have plenty of vitamin k1 on a plant-based diet but it's the b12 selenium calcium b3 zinc that you need to chase for your diet and um, yeah that just changes for different approaches and then we've got protein versus optimal nutrient intake score protein tends to correlate fairly well with optimal nutrient intake score. And if you want to, again, if you need to lose body fat, you need um, enough protein, enough nutrients without energy. So um, that's where you'd be up there. But if you don't need to lose body fat, then you might have something a bit further down the scale, depending on what your goals are. Fat versus nutrient score. Um, basically, if you, need, if you don't need to lose body fat as much, then bring fat back into your diet to prevent you from losing body fat, give you good energy. We're definitely, um, I think both of us have come from a low carb keto type background. Um, so that's where a lot of these recipes get their, their energy from if required. And, um, and then carbs, um, low carb at around 15% seems to be optimal in terms of nutrient density, but lower carb, where you eliminate all the green stuff is um, not necessarily better because it's harder to find some of those nutrients. So um, a lot of people asked, feel free to drop 
comments and questions yeah. in the chat. But a lot of people said, how do I get um, my, the recipes in chronometer? So um, Saskia's done a lot of work to <laughs> create these in chronometer, a lot of work. Um, and then if you do have a chronometer gold account, you can just go into settings, sharing, and add a friend. And in the front of the recipe book, it's got my email details of, of how to add me as a friend there. And then when you go to diary, you can type in a like PSMF flan. It seems to be a popular one. And it just pops up and you can add it to your diary. And if you look at, they're all tagged with optimizing nutrition. You can see there's about probably 600 recipes in there that you'll get access to once you um, buy the book and buy a book and uh, friend me in chronometer. So we wanted to make that stupid easy for people to not have to log their food. If they've got the books, they can just log it in. So yeah, how, how was that process of adding everything in chronometer? Well, as I said, I was doing it as I was creating the recipes because I needed to see where the nutrients were. So, um, you know, it kind of was as, as I went along. But also I knew, know for myself that it's just the idea of kind of planning your day and then having to log it, it puts you off. But if you buy the book and then, you know, can plan your whole week, choose any couple of recipes mm. and you can just easily add them to your day and then see how your nutrients fall and, you know, that would be much easier for people. So I thought it's worth it. Yeah. Extra <laughs> work in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and the people who have done the best with nutrient density, um, nutrient nutritional optimization are the ones that have planned ahead. They say, yeah. this is what I'm going to eat this week. It's a nice balance. I enjoy those meals. They've found their optimal 30-30 of the meals and foods that they enjoy eating and just sort of plan that out for the day, go shopping for it, and they know what they're going to eat before time so they're not thinking oh yeah i've got those uh donuts in the back of the fridge yeah. there and you know i'm hungry yeah, I and i'm bored and it just becomes an automated process um, yeah exactly yeah so um the essential nutri boosters are sort of um people said what recipe book should i get um so we've got a range like people talk about you know what diet is best is it carnivore or plant-based or whatever um you know we don't think there's any one diet that's best for everybody because everybody's got a different context and different goals so they need a different nutritional prescription to suit them so these are sort of the 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 essential ones that are sort of tailored for different metabolic goals from fat loss just i want to get the maximum nutrients out of my diet high protein and to energy ratio if you really want to go hardcore ted Neyman, um probably not recommended place to start out unless you're a cutting bodybuilder and want to really rapidly lose fat um maybe blood sugar and fat loss or fat loss might be a better place to start low carbon blood sugar is geared for people who like my wife monica who um just want stable blood sugars they don't necessarily need to lose fat um Blood sugar and fat loss is for people who have insulin resistance because they have body fat to lose. So that's sort of that balance. I think Debbie asked, hey, why has low-carbon blood sugar got more, more dietary fat? And that's why, because, you know, less it's got a little less protein and more fat, 
just to live a normal life and have stable blood sugars. Then for people who are happy with their body fat levels and just want to maintain their weight, we've got a maintenance one. Bodybuilders has got a solid amount of protein and a solid amount of energy to um, gain muscle without gaining fat. And then athletes and bulking is just like an energy-dense but still protein-focused approach and nutrient-focused approach that will support your activity levels. So um, there's a table that we'll publish later that sort of says if your waist-to-height ratio is greater than 0.5, then you probably want to choose a, a, a fat loss focused approach and if your blood sugar rises by more than 30 milligrams per deciliter or 1.6 millimoles after meals then you want to choose something with a bit of a, a lower insulin load blood sugar focus and then once you're um got past that fat loss phase you can sort of change your focus so um yeah and then we've got a whole pile of other recipe books a lot of people said what about autoimmune or low oxalate all your recipes have got spinach that's just an oxalate bomb it's like okay for some people they do need to cut back on the the oxalates a little bit if they do legitimately have um, oxalate sensitivities or fodmap sensitivities or low histamine a um, lot of effort to find those recipes that also contain nutrients, wasn't it? Yeah, that was they were the most challenging ones. <laughs> yeah, and you probably don't want to limit yourself with a low oxalate, a low histamine approach. I think even the gurus and that say only do this until you've cleared your symptoms and then start to focus on nutrient density again after that. Um, yeah, so um, a lot of people say, oh, I don't like fish or I don't like green stuff or I don't like that meat and I can't get that you know what what do you say to people in that situation well, I, I do think because we did do the simple you know there's sort of a few ingredients any proteins will probably work so you know some people don't like fish or just replace it for chicken or mm. something that you do like um, and the same with the greens if you don't like spinach you know you can choose rocket or um, some of the herbs are really good for adding in those extra nutrients like parsley mm. um, Mix a few different ones together, you know, um, and I mean, yeah, I think that don't be put off if you don't like one ingredient because it's easily changed something you do like. Mm. Um, so they are very flexible. Um, yeah. yeah. A lot of people when they hear nutrient density think, oh, that must be, you know, organ meat galore. And we didn't find that. That was interesting, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. There was a few organ meat recipes, but not a, not a ton. Yeah. We do have, I mean, we <laughs> I still have a list of recipes I want to do. <sighs> we've earmarked and we've seen people's posts and they look amazing. And I've got screenshots of all these more things to do. But um, <laughs> yeah, there's only so much a girl can eat in a day. So, um, <laughs> so three new recipes a day, Saskia, beautifully yeah. presented. <laughs> Uh, I guess there was no waste with these cookbooks. You know, a lot of the food shoots I've been on, you cook up all this food and, you know, it doesn't get eaten, it gets thrown out. But we haven't wasted any. Yeah. <laughs> so Even the hubby and the kids are yep. getting into a little bit. Exactly, yeah. I, I think he, he didn't like tofu, is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he wasn't very impressed with the tofu. Didn't like um, tofu. But we, got, we got the whole plant-based recipe book done anyway. Yeah. Even though hubby didn't like <laughs> And the dog is like looking up when certain things were happening, but yeah. yeah. Did the dog like tofu? I didn't try. You didn't try. 
<laughs> you probably have to clean up after it. Um, yeah, so um, a lot of people are doing data-driven fasting. And um, so they said, how can we use this with data-driven fasting? So um, in the data-driven fasting app, we've got this cool little um, daily or hourly blood sugar chart. And really, if your blood, if you have a lot of blood sugars that are rising excessively over um, your upper limit, or we call it your full line, um, which is you know 30 milligrams per deciliter or 1.6 millimole over your trigger, then you want to maybe dial back the carbohydrates from your diet. So one of the, the low-carbon blood sugar or um, fat loss and blood sugar book may be ideal for you at that point if all of your dots are within those those limits because you're fairly insulin sensitive and you just need to lose body fat then the fat loss or maximum nutrient density or high protein to energy book if you wanted to go really hardcore probably ideal for that point um, then if you once you get below your trigger you could um, use a a maintenance approach and then if you're really really way below your trigger you could use one of the more energy dense uh, maybe higher carb recipes from the athletes and bulking book um, yeah so that, that's how that could work for those people using um, data-driven fasting and I'll have another post about that later as well um, a lot of people say should I buy more than one book and really we've set this up so you only need um, to, to allude to Lord of the Rings again, one book to rule them all because there's 33 recipes in there with links to 100 at the end aligned to your goals. So we don't really want people buying five of these. I think that each recipe is used 3.1 times per, um, you know, across the 26 recipes. So there will be some overlap and duplication, but uh, not a lot, but a little bit. And we've, I think you've now created 220 of your own recipes now so um we've tried to minimize any duplication in this round and got to a lot of effort to make that happen um yeah looks amazing so ideally you wouldn't buy more than one book up front just pick one it's got 120 recipes or so in there um the only situation where you would you know maybe need another book is where you start out with um i want to blood sugar and fat loss book and then, then you stabilize your blood sugar and you just want to move to fat loss and then um you, you go well i've lost all my weight and my blood sugars are great so i just want maintenance or you become a an athlete and you, you need to support long endurance events you can move to um a more athlete type focus book with more energy density so um yeah but up front we don't want you to do that but um i suppose if you're going to do that, then you probably want to jump into the um, masterclass, which we use Nutrient Optimizer. So we've got um, all 400 recipes loaded into Nutrient Optimizer. And if you log in chronometer during the challenge, starts 22nd of May, um, it will then rank the recipes based on your micronutrient and macronutrient needs. So you'll have access to all of them in there. It's handy to have one book, but if you want access to all of them that's probably the, the best way to to grab that um and yeah and we'll be profiling and premiering each of these in the facebook group nutribooster recipes um really uh, newly rebranded and um yeah anything else you wanted to 
add Saskia? I think we've got a few questions. Yeah, I look forward to Saskia. seeing people um, make the recipes and share their uh, yeah. photos on uh, the group. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool group. To, and seeing all these amazing creations, we're trying to start a movement of nutritional optimization where people bang out amazing recipes and um, get healthy for it and not just tied to plant-based or keto or carnivore or any particular dietary belief system but you know nutrients nutrition should be about nutrients and um, it doesn't really have to be more complex than that and uh yeah it's pretty amazing <laughs> yeah um i'll just check through if we've got any other comments um yeah everybody's saying good job um looking forward to, to sharing them out there yeah so jump into the nutribooster recipes book we'll be profiling one book a week for the coming 26 weeks and um hope you love them and uh thank you so much everyone for tuning in thank you bye <laughs> thanks Saskia. bye